I'm in. I'm in. I'm locked. I'm loaded. I'm in. And I wanted to let you guys know that because I strive for nothing less than audio perfection on this podcast, um, I've decided to pull back on my P's so I don't blast the mic with my breathiness, which I know everyone is loving. Wow, and actually people on social media are saying to do more of, but I'm saying I'm going to, I'm going to hold back a little bit. And I'm also today recording in mono, which I've found strange is going to either make the podcast better or extremely worse. <laughs> Let's find <laughs> out. Let's take this ride together. Oh, Gentlemen, we're riding. It's at 45. Can you believe it? 45. That honestly makes me ill, physically ill. <laughs> I'm, I've been crying. I cried when I pressed save. So um, thanks for sticking with us the whole way, guys. And if you're new to the pod, don't listen back. The, and if the also if you're new, this is, this is the end. <laughs> it's, yeah, true. We're not <laughs> if doing you're more new to the pod, If you're new to the pod, good luck. Um, I, do, I wanted to address for no apparent reason the... Uh, news uh, the obvious news eventually coming out that Steph's full court shots were fake as hell yeah <laughs> because I thought it was hilarious that that we treated it like a legitimate question Mike you owe me like a buck or two for that something. I owe you nothing and I still maintain <laughs> actually that they're real, <laughs> that is real. Okay. fair enough um he did in a press conference say I did make two of them though which that's a that's another debatable point I I, I believe it but could be BS as well. Um, no, they're so real. He's just being humble. Shouts out to Steph. Um, real quick, there was from, I believe, December 8th, so it may have been a pot or two ago, but uh, Kyrie, sneaker-free agent Kyrie, we can call him, <laughs> had, had on shoes with, oh, yeah. I think, the Nike blacked out and mm. uh, wrote, I am free in all caps, and then logo here on the other one. <laughs> so, Kyrie bold of Kyrie, very bold and very brave. So proudly, corny, dude. That proudly is proudly displaying. So he corny. has. He treats himself as the victim here, basically. Proudly, proudly displaying that he voluntarily chose to cut ties with his yes. multi-million-dollar shoe deal. Yeah, that it is. is a, yeah, so it is a great, a great deal to just be like. Oh yeah, like we broke up after I burned her house down, so we parted ways, <laughs> like mutually. <laughs> I hate that. That really just doesn't sit right with me. It's not great. It just he just gets well. Let's, I'm not gonna do a whole Kyrie segment for yeah, true. Yeah, we don't need to fully dive in, but that was uh, quite funny to me. We do um, we do need to address some some points of news. Quick rundown from the past week. I got I got a you know few few hits here and there. Let's hit it. Let's ride. Uh, Lakers lost to the Cavs, and LeBron's return to Cleveland because AD had the flu. That's not very interesting, but it happened. Um, Brittany Griner released from prison. Yes, you did it. Free her. Shouts out. Big shouts out. Um, Mike's quick little mission to the east really worked. My my quick little jaunt over there was no big deal, and it did help seal the deal with uh, the Russian government. So. Shouts no, out, we BG. send you back over there and get that arms dealer back. Yeah, true. We need a takesies <laughs> yeah. backsies. Operation takesies backsies. Yeah, yeah I'm actually you... still I'm less interested in that, believe it or not. Um, I am scared. How did you I'll feel do it, ethically though. about uh, 
handing about having to fly <laughs> fly with an arms dealer and then hand him over <laughs> to probably do more deals. Yeah, no, it's true. Um, I think that you know, similar to the whole Montrez Herald debacle that listeners may be familiar with. Um, yes. I'd like to tell Russia that I am inside. <laughs> Putin, he I am not outside. outside. He, this is just his front. He stays outside, Putin. Um, uh, but yes, free free Britney operation was a success. Cheers to that. Celtics um, beat the Suns. The really Suns. Did. Okay, this is this is amazing. The Suns' starting five, their plus minus was like they were all like negative forty plus minus. <laughs> it was incredible. Are they? They're just gonna. They're, man, I good luck to those guys because are they the new like Jazz like face plant against a good team in the playoffs like consistently? I don't think. I don't know. We'll we'll have to see. Time will tell. But um, uh, you also in LA Laker news, you guys came back against Philly. Oh my God! An eighteen point deficit cut it. Yes. To force overtime, and then went two and thirteen, two points to their thirteen in overtime. Yes, what came happened? all the way back in the fourth what quarter. Happened? I'll tell you what happened is that we've missed a bunch of super key late game free throws. Yeah. And then mm. we just completely collapsed and ran out of gas in overtime. And then the Sixers decided that they were going to be a real basketball team and finish. So that's what happened. Tragic. Um, very disappointed in that. I guess, I mean, I was stoked to see the fight in the fourth quarter from the Lakers. But, True. Um, yeah. You know, it's just late game free throws. I mean, come on. There were so many. Yeah, there was multiple attempts where we could have iced it and just um, couldn't get it done. And then in the overtime just looked like absolute garbage <laughs> trash that is one of those things that uh, the dings on Braun that that you know skip and all the haters will harp on is his clutch <laughs> free throw shooting but i mean i think you're right i think the the more exciting thing is the fact that it's like hey we're really a team who can come back on a pretty solid team and and at least force overtime you know I, it's I true like, focus on that side um friday night bucks mavs that was pretty pretty cool to see Giannis go up uh, kind of head-to-head against, True. against Luka. Um, what I learned is that a couple of things. One, Dallas is just a trash free-throw shooting team. Like, even worse than the Lakers <laughs> botching those oh, fourth-quarter wow. free-throws. Like, they are so, so bad. Um, and that also Luka pouting is just not attractive to me. Oh, man. It's just... Especially him, like, pouting to his own team. Like, it's like Brutal. we like to see the fierceness of a competitor, but just the – I mean, he just – like, it. I, I don't have another word for it. It's just – he just pouts all the time. Yeah, And then fussy. especially they got they got beat um, kind of close down to the wire, and he was just, like, throwing, like, a temper tantrum. He just he got a, looked like he a toddler. Got a tech, so. He got a tech for yelling at his own teammate. And it wasn't like <laughs> – it wasn't so like being a dick stupid. or being a psycho. I think the ref – like literally was not looking at the direction he was yelling at, but he was basically saying like, come on or something. And then the ref just tagged him up and he was even poutier if it's possible. But I, just, that was I love so many things about Luca. And that, that is just, I don't know. I just, it's just like, it's just, uh, I don't know what it is. It's just unattractive is what it is. Yes. I, I, I definitely agree. It puts a, puts a damper on his whole vibe. A uh, couple uh, last quick points from me uh beard Embiid 
absolutely teed up against your boys. Oh no. I know. Fifty three and twelve. Jeez. Just yeah. absolutely went to freaking. We're, we're fucking uh, T box though. Everybody does that. What was the final score? That's insane. Uh it was a million and a half to eighteen. <laughs> And um, yeah, Bulls Hawks had an insane game. Um, that kind of came down to the wire too. So it was they kept it within twenty points. That's not too bad. Kept Lost it. With, that's a that's a Charlotte W. That that's what yeah, we call true. a Charlotte Dub. <laughs> that's basically a, uh, like the spr- your a spread. loss by fifteen <laughs> is a Charlotte W. <laughs> I love that. Well, um, if we want to jump over to my side of the lake, the New York side of the lake. <laughs> um, Julius Randall had a 27-point half, and uh, all my Knicks Twitter was going, it's the Randall-sance. He's back. MVP. Oh, <laughs> Randall-sance. I love uh, that. And then he was did a flop to try to draw a foul, and he hit his head on the leg or shin of another guy who was also trying to flop to get a call. And then for an entire – because it, it ended in a shitty missed shot – so defense takes the ball back up the court. We just don't see Randall for like 18 seconds, that entire possession. Uh, he is off screen screaming at refs. So <laughs> he got booted. He got double tacked. And uh, yeah, what could have been 54 points ended up sticking it right around 27. He might have gotten to 30. Um, but that's the type of leadership and, uh, and sportsmanship <laughs> that we need. To, to maintain our ninth seed in the East. <laughs> I was going to say, could you describe more of a New York Knicks style sequence of events than yes, that 100%. exact one? A hundred percent. So truly tragic. I also have heard a little scuttlebutt, and this concerns both our teams, that uh, the Lakers in their infinite wisdom are looking to grab possibly Cam Reddish and Evan Fournier from us. Oh my god. Uh, so good luck with those Mike, both of those. You got to you got to put a stop to that. Screw screw getting Victor back from Russia. You got to yeah. in that in that. Yeah, you got to you <laughs> got to stop the trade in New York. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean Fournier, he'll give you your perimeter shooting. That's what I that's what I want, baby. I want that I want those little three-point percentage bumps. And by little I mean all every all of them. Any given Fournier night, he can go two for twelve or like eight or nine for twelve. Like you just well, do not know we what already go get. two for twelve on our own. That's so true. <laughs> the night, you know, it couldn't get worse. Whatever you're gonna get is an increase in volume with him for sure. What, are we tell you, what would we better, give up? Though? What, what would we give? I believe it's part of a three-team deal involving like Pirtle or something. I really don't. I I did not pay attention to it. I just saw that it was like, oh, two mid teams are going to trade mid components to each other. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Um I don't know. Rob Polinka better be doing 3D chess in his mind because True. um I really can't tell you tell you what he's thinking. Although um he might have to call into the pod at some point. Not this episode. Sure. Yeah, but at some nice point, to hear from I'm him. assuming he'll he'll call in. I'd like to grill him, honestly. Yeah, I what mean, you and me both, thinking? but I feel like I'm not going to be able to make it that day <laughs> that he calls in. <laughs> Just that. a feeling. I don't have busy schedule. You're you're busy that day. Um, can we talk about this Zion dunk that has pissed off the entire <laughs> state of Arizona? Oh um, yes, he had a a monster. Like dunk contest, dunk uncontested in the last the windmill, what, 30, the 360 windmill. It was beautiful. 
Um, and fun fun fact, pregame interview, uh, Suns coach Monty Williams called him 300 pounds. And it was not like, <laughs> you know, like he's a big dominant guy. It was, it was him kind of being a dick. So Zion said, well, I'll show you a dick. Um, and CP was mad about it. Uh, surprise of course uh he you know does did his little unsportsmanlike you know you're already winning don't do that um jump back in time to uh 2018 when he did the exact same thing as a houston rocket and like hit some crazy little cool oop or something obviously probably not a dunk but uh yeah just fun little hypocrisy there but that had coaches and players like on court yelling at each other after Zion did that, and I just think like, what what are you guys' thoughts? That just seems silly to me. Corny. Uh, who cares? Like, he he. What was it? Did he tap the ball or somebody tapped it to him and then got the breakaway or like he stole right, it? I can't remember right. exactly. Yeah, but it's someone like, poked it to him. I'm pretty sure. What's too? I get it's kind of embarrassing. You already lost. Sure. Yeah. But you're also a professional athlete, or athletes, I guess, getting paid millions. It's entertainment is. What it comes down to is all sports are, yes, entertainment, and he put on a motherfucking show, dude. Really, really did. <laughs> it's so sick. Uh, yeah, my my hot take is I I love it. I love the chippiness. I love the. I love how. I mean, I I just anything that raises that like heightens like competition and like like I yeah, yeah. I don't I don't want to see I don't want to see both teams freaking just. I, I don't know, like sitting Start at the dribbling table after the game making business deals and like hugging sure. and stuff. I want to see Zion do an absolutely disrespectful <laughs> hammer dumpster yes. throw. Hell That's yes. what I want. Play you know? bell so to bell. I, I'm here for it. And if you're honestly for either team, J.J. Reddick said like, I guarantee you, even for Phoenix fans, like that was probably the oh, coolest yeah. thing they saw that night, you know? like, And a lot of them would rather have seen a Zion dunk than not, you know? I, I the entertainment and also aspect. the thing like get pissed about it like I'm I'm also sure, here sure. for that too you know what I mean oh, yeah. like I like get get mad about it it was extremely disrespectful I <laughs> totally. should be yeah. mad about it like totally. if that happened to if that happened on the Lakers home court I would have been I would have been beside myself and I but it's still sick absolutely <laughs> fair and I think if your complaint is about you know. If, if it's coming from a competitive place where you're pissed that he did that because you're getting hammered, that's valid. If it's about this bullshit, like, baseball-type diplomacy, bullshit, you know, yeah, that's that's the part that sucks. He did – Zion did say he did that because he was salty about them knocking them out of the playoffs last year. While he, Love well, it. He wasn't playing, you know, but right. knocking Hell the boys yeah. out. It's a revenge game. And that's so awesome. He did that, and he's like, if they do it to us next time we play and they dunk when they're up or whatever, yeah, I'm ready for it. Who yeah. cares? Well, glad we got that out of the way. We're, we're we stand with you, Zion. We'd love to have you on the Zion, show. Zion, it's I know it's brave, but we stand with you in your absolutely disgusting, just just goblin mode dunk. Yeah, <laughs> love it. Um, the Nets are climbing up in the East. Portland Hate fell that. off, way fell off. Although it's you know still a tight. They're probably only like six games back. But well, speaking of speaking of Portland. Um, oh, do we got Mike, some Portland for you? Mike, uh, not only does he get constant promotions on this pod, but, <laughs> but Mike in his outside life has recently been promoted to 
huge big wig headshot head huge big head <laughs> big shot <laughs> <laughs> big head wig shot is what yes. they call me in the industry yeah. that's on the gold plated uh <laughs> name tag on the desk now yeah you know i'm out here it's los angeles um it's safe to say you know i'm hobnobbing i'm rubbing elbows i'm riding around in big huge cars with you're at a people you're at a gala with jerry bruckheimer and ron howard right um, I'm at um, the Met Gala. Uh, love it. And I'm also throwing my own galas. <laughs> um, I'm getting invited to Lakers things. I'm, you know, selling, you know, rights to restricted kind of uh, bus family secrets. You know how it is. It's like, I right. mean, you guys wouldn't know how it is because you're not out here in L.A. in a real yeah, true. city. So. True. <laughs> but anyway, I heard that you guys might have had, you know, you might have some stuff. You, I know you're trying to, I know you're trying to get into the industry, and I respect that, and I hear you, and I am here for you. And so I thought I'd give you a chance to kind of pitch, you know, some ideas right. to me uh, because of my position of power. I I appreciate that. The first thing I think of when a a personal friend experiences some success in their life is how can Huge I capitalize? Success. How can I gain? Um, so this was this was great news for for all of us. I I do have I do have a pitch, and an alternate universe pitch, and the okay, gist we, of it. I love that. The gist of it is, we all hate loyalty <laughs> when when the loyalty uh, is is ineffective. If you're if you're going to be loyal to a company that crashes and burns, what was it really worth? Um, who's the most loyal guy we know? <laughs> Damian Lillard, of course. <laughs> um, sticking around in Portland, they're wallowing. They honestly looked good the first like 10 games this season and now back to mid. So I have an idea, and, and I would like him to maybe go to the biggest market in the NBA that also happens to constantly shit on its fans and disappoint them. So let me, I'm, I'm pitching to you. Big Mike, executive big head producer. Mm-hmm, yep, wig a, shot. An alternate universe of of Dame going to New York in the 2012 draft. So picture this. I say rather than drafting Costas Papa Nicolau, which is what the New York Knicks did in their infinite wisdom, who played 69 games over two seasons yeah. and then retired in infamy. Uh, maybe the Knicks instead trade Portland, Mike Bibby, Landry Fields, and two picks, and then they get the rights to Dame. Instead, <laughs> after that 2012-13 season, instead of going 36-30, and 30, it was a lockout season, so it was shorter, um, finished seventh in the East, got crushed in the first round. Instead of getting crushed by Miami, Bronze Sexuals would have been devastated by a 4-3 loss in the first round of Dame, Mello, J.R. Smith, Amari, Stoudemire, and Jeremy Lin. King Jeremy, Jeremy Lin's month-long Lin Sanity explosion um, would have been bolstered by, by Rookie of the Year, Dame Lillard. Uh, instead of just one month, probably last two or three seasons of him dropping <laughs> 32 a game, Dame is starting as as rookie of the year which is gonna bother his ego a little bit but jeremy lynn gets six man of the year so it's fine the knicks are basically taking home all the hardware he's uh dame is diming tyson chandler 
for oops, probably averaging 25 and eight assists. I think that's a fun success story. I will say due to losing rookie of the year to Damian Lillard, because he's lighting up the rookie of the year in real life, Kyrie Irving that year would have gotten anti-Semitic much earlier and would have been kicked out of the league after one season. So definitely shortens his career. Uh, he would wow. he would he would blame the Jews and currently uh, modern day have a very popular right wing podcast. So he who who really loses in the end. Um, big picture though, Knicks dominate the East. Can't beat the big three in Miami after after they start rolling. So let's see. Okay, so 20, 2014 or fifteen, they're starting to get their get their stuff together. Dame's in full form. They are still eating shit to Steph. Um, then 2016, after the Cavs beat the Warriors in the comeback uh, finals, Steph says, rather than recruit Kevin Durant to come here, I'm saying, fuck Golden State. I'm going to play <laughs> in New York with no Dave. And then they And then they currently are winning, <laughs> and they're still winning <laughs> championships back to back to back. They're going wow. for seven. So that's that's so, that's my pitch here for for how how the Dame story should have turned out, and you can market it as a fake documentary if you like. Um, it's I'll leave that to you. That's producer stuff. I'm thinking of marketing it as a kind of um, multiverse, kind of Marvel type movie. Yes, okay. Um, where the big three <laughs> was is Dame Lillard, KD, and Jeremy Lin. Yes, and then. A disgraced Kyrie Irving runs for mayor of, <laughs> yes. you know, I don't know, a town. Of Gotham. Yeah. So um, I'm hearing that pitch, and uh, frankly, we're loving it. I'm also <laughs> live in a conference room. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> awesome. A lot of other huge execs. So you we are Jerry. loving that. We do have some things that we're probably going to want to change. Um, but well, let's hear if there's any other good pitches in the room first, and then, um, you know, I'll give you some notes. I love it. Yeah. I got one. So, um, a little kind of paint a, a little before scene how we how we get uh how we get Dame in 2015 free agency. Um, Dame's chilling, you know, postseason. Check his phone. Says Dame time always. He doesn't have a clock on there. Just always <laughs> says Dame time. Then boom, got an incoming call, unknown number. He answers it. Hello, who's this? And it's me. I say hello, Mister <laughs> Mister Lillard. <laughs> Mr. Lillard. <laughs> I'm calling on behalf of a Mr. Jordan, first name Michael, as well as the entire Charlotte Hornets organization. Ask him how he's doing. He says he's good. Just disappointed how the season finished, losing to Golden State. But he's saying he's committed for the next season to, to Portland. I'm like, yeah, all right, sorry to hear that, blah, blah. You played your heart out, all that stuff. Interesting you bring up next year because that's why I'm calling. Um, sucks that you sound like you're set on staying, but willing to show you some other options. So, fly him out to Charlotte, uh, pick him up from the airport in one of Jordan's personal vehicles. Actually, bring the whole fleet. He Love gets it. to choose. Oh, um, wow. Bullshit around town. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's loving it. Bullshit around town, taking luxury shops, club, got some girls waiting for him at the hotel, all that. Um, next day, we go to the Hornets facility. You just explore Jordan's secret cigar lounge, I'm sure he has. He's got his casino in there, personal bookie, showing him all the all the... All the fun stuff. He's loving it. Um, he's trying not to show it. He's trying to be coy. Doesn't doesn't want to sh- play. Right, doesn't right. want to show his cards. Yep. Um, bring out the big guns now. Really set the hook on him. Uh, introduce him to 
Charlotte hometown guy, the styling, profiling, limousine riding, jet flying, kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing, son of a gun, Ric Flair. <laughs> so now, <laughs> so now he's a hundred percent in, and he signs contract. Don't remember the exact numbers in this alternate line timeline. I did not think to write that down, but we got him for a deal. Um, how does this affect the league and even the world? You ask. Well, Portland blows it all up for a rebuild. Trades all their assets, mm-hmm. picks, all that shit. Um, but the Hornets, exact opposite, go all in immediately. And MJ decides to actually spend some money on some some free agents. So we get other <laughs> major free agents <laughs> in the uh, 2015 season, such as Mark Gasol. And if you remember around that time, I believe Braun. So <laughs> oh, that's scary. <laughs> um, Kobe at that time, second to last season in the, in the IRL timeline, he sees this happening and decides to just hang it up early. <laughs> and in doing that, he wow. he li- <laughs> he likes what's going on in Charlotte. So he joins the Hornets training slash coaching staff as like emergency help when need. He's not like full time, but like, hey, shit's going south. Let's break the glass and bring out Kobe. Basically like a Udonis Haslam, Mm -hmm. but not on the team. Anyway, uh, that season, 15-16, losing the conference finals, just some chemistry issues working out. But from 17, 2017, 18, 19, and 20, win it all. (laughs) Win it all, baby. Oh, wow. (laughs) Um, Now, I think something... I love that both pitches involve... Dame getting somewhere and then never losing. <laughs> yeah. It's just like the last four minutes are just a montage of getting trophies. Um, oh, in the 2020 season, um, early to late January, Hornets are in a tough stretch. They lose eight straight games from January 6th to the 24th. So break the glass, call Kobe. He flies out 25th, give or take. And if you guys know that timeline, January 26th is when the helicopter crashed. So in this Oof. timeline, he's in Charlotte, not on the helicopter. Love that. Mark Wahlberg's oh. in the helicopter. Yes. And he stops oh, it from crashing. No. Oh, wow. Wahlberg is very confident around aircraft in what he would have done if, it, if that thing had happened. Um, I, like that. I was going to say we, we might have a hard time selling the early Kobe retirement to this you know, immediate audience out here in, in Hollywood, but the You're saving, saving life. Kobe's life—that's yes. big. That's a that's a big selling point. So continue. So yes, um, you know, they, he works with them twenty fifth, twenty sixth, twenty seventh. The next game is the twenty eighth against the New York Knicks, and they actually end up winning ninety seven to ninety two, ending the eight game streak thanks to Kobe. Um, now crying. immediately after the twenty twenty season, um. Michael Jordan sells the team out of fear that Bron will get the seventh ring on the team that he owns. He does not <laughs> want that to happen. <laughs> um, and so he, he was going to tank the team, but he was trying to do such obvious stuff that Silver rejected it, and so he sold the team. Um, team goes to a silent au- auction, which was so silent, I was the only one there, and I was able to buy the team <laughs> with a small loan. Bridge <laughs> loan. <laughs> I pull some strings, and we still get mellow in 2020. The dynasty goes on. I love it. I mean, I got to say, <laughs> that is, like, I, I'm just seeing Oscars. I'm seeing nothing but Oscars. 
especially for Ric Flair. It'd be nice for him to finally take home the hardware. I would say one one tweak or one note is Jordan selling the team because he's too scared of Braun getting seven rings. Maybe he goes back into the NBA and suits <laughs> up and averages like four and two <laughs> for a season. He does player owner on his own team, but he only sabotages. <laughs> yes, he's just trying to tank a bronze seven three. He season. plays all forty eight minutes, <laughs> minutes of every yeah, single regular season game, all eighty two games. He's just like he's he just inbounding the ball in like a game <laughs> just eight eight second violations can't yeah, get across like, half court it's like that doc where the guys are like fixing their own games and then have to just play like dog <laughs> shit i love that wow powerful pitch do you have any notes on on either of these mike i only have um i, I mean i've got a lot of notes uh I have so many notes in fact that <laughs> what I want to what I want to show you guys is actually how I think this story deserves to be written. Um, so you know we've actually me and my team here uh, in the the mega mega big shot uh, luxury film office have actually our own kind of take and you know we're not trying to overshadow you um, but we're just kind of you know, showing you what I think you could aspire to with your scripts. Right. So you so, started You started with our pitches, and then you've just got a team jotting down <laughs> how you're going to steal these ideas. <laughs> yeah, we did, so we did, and we do have a whole team here, and they, they were, you know, taking notes the whole time. And um, <laughs> we also used some artificial intelligence. So we've kind of taken what you guys have done um, and made it, you know, just better in, in a lot of different ways. Although... I got to say, you know, we're probably going to have to workshop after this and steal um, even more of that stuff because it was great and I was recording it all. That's um, Hollywood, anyway, baby. So, that's Hollywood. I can't blame you. And that's and that's the business. And I would say to you guys, welcome, welcome to Hollywood. <laughs> so and, you know, listen in close because this is going to be a roller coaster ride. So on July 9th, 2015, we open with us with a exterior shot <laughs> no i actually don't have i, I don't have direction in notes exterior in day we got a drone um, shot. exterior day noon july 9th 2015 damia lillard signs a five-year 175 million dollar contract with the los angeles lakers Oof. Powerful. now that's where we're opening and that is powerful and at this point People are sobbing already <laughs> in theaters. Okay. The Lakers at this point, just to set the scene for you, for you fools, they're coming off a 21 win season, a 21 win season. And they're heading into what will be Kobe Bryant's final season in the NBA. Okay. Wow. So, and we've got a starting lineup of uh, some names that might be familiar to you. And take you on a, a, a quick little tour here. So the lineup was Kobe Bryant, Jordan Clarkson, Roy Hibbert, <laughs> Julius Randle, and D'Angelo wow. Russell. Forgot about so Julius. this might hit a little close to home for some of you. Um, so anyway, when Dame signs, he comes in and uh, basically bumps out jordan clarkson and says you know you got you got some time to come off the bench as a six yeah. man uh -huh. whatever so first year you know we finish below 500 so it's you know not not great but definitely significantly better than the 21 win season kobe kind of takes his final bow 
um, you know, finishes with his, uh, his, you know, huge, um, whatever that was a 60 point game. Um, 61 and 61 and, and Dame, Dame becomes the de facto leader of the Los Angeles Lakers. Okay. Wow. So now it's, it's 2016, right? We've still got some big names in there. We got the crew. Uh, we got some other up and coming names, you know, Larry Nance Jr. Uh, we're introducing, you know, Brandon Ingram. We bring on a guy by the name of Zubots. Okay. So now we're cooking 2016. We're fit and finish above 500. Okay. Love it. March, 2017, the Lakers hire Rob Polinka as GM, but they also hire me as a personal <laughs> assistant to Rob Polinka. I really like the theme here. With both of these so, pitches. so now it's 2017. We got some new faces in the offices and we got some new faces on the block here, but the starting five becomes ball Damian Lillard. KCP, Brooke Lopez, and Julius Randle. Wow. Okay. Now that's a you know that's a a, a forty five plus win team, fifty mm. win team. We'll see what the writers think. Big three. That's um, a big five. That's a that's a huge five. <laughs> everyone there say. is all everyone there is all all stars every year. And so now, okay, we we the the momentum is building, and at this point in the picture. People are saying, where is this going? I can't see the ending line. I only see a really handsome assistant to Rob Polinka. Okay. Now it's 2018. Okay. And this is a pivotal year. Okay. We're swapping around a lot of the supporting cast of characters, uh-huh. but we clear a lot of these guys off the books to sign the one and only LeBron James. Mm. Wow. In that season, 2018, 2019. Okay, LeBron James and Dame lead the Los Angeles Lakers to the conference semifinals. Let's go. And they lose in seven. Mm. To the Warriors? To, uh, we haven't written that in, that in yet, <laughs> actually. Picture a team still... jerseys with question marks on them. And, yeah, picture that. And then also... Um, the question that I'm having now is, can you lose in the semifinals in seven? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. I, is uh, that, yes. is that, yeah, is yeah, that technically good? Seven. You can go, you go to seven? You I go think seven. they're all, all sevens right. now. And so, anyway, I, I'm any, somebody's getting fired over that because uh, <laughs> they didn't do the research. So, look, the point is we got a good team. All right, we got contenders, okay? Yep. This team, this Lakers team is a, is, is a, is a legit contender for the throne okay 2019 2020 we sell every damn thing we own okay it's full fire sale including the suit that rob palinka is wearing okay that day so the shirt off his back to acquire a new vicious big three it's lebron james damian lillard and anthony davis nice here in los angeles and my notes after that end, and it just says three Pete. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> uh, I like curtain that. Oscars for yes, everyone. No. <laughs> yes, cue the Oscars for sure. It is interesting to me that Dame, acquiring Dame changes nothing about the Lakers' trajectory otherwise. <laughs> like, they still go for LeBron and AD. Yeah, that's correct. And it's just 
the cast around it changes. Um, can and... I ask? Can I ask where is Russ in all this? Uh, Russ. So <laughs> that's it. What did you say? Russ, you Russ say? is the one in the helicopter on January 26th. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> no. <horrible>. Come on. <laughs> oh, brutal. No. He's in the helicopter, no, but it's a different that's one. It's fine. <laughs> what were tragic. you thinking? That is tragic. No, where's <laughs> Russ in this? Um, I don't know. He was in OKC, and then he was in Houston, and then you know he went uh, he went to the Knicks. Yeah, but you, oh great, <laughs> That's so he went to the Knicks, and you spent you spent your whole salary cap on on <laughs> on him. But the good news is that the good news is that a few years in, he becomes a very reliable sixth man. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. So, yeah, we're paying. And him he does go to the twenty Knicks. million over four years, probably. Uh, yeah, you're paying him over four years. You're paying him 160, 100, 200 million. Well, hey, at least <laughs> final you're offer. Ones, you're the ones that have to deal with the Julius Randle drama now. So I, I'd probably take that trade. Yeah, and honestly, he's still in the organization, and he's won at least I don't know eight titles by now, <laughs> or however many we wrote in. I can't remember. <laughs> so you know, it's I think it's a great deal for Julius Randle. Yeah, well, I love it. Um, so this may be a moot point. This question may not be worth asking, but which pitch do you think you're going to go with? <laughs> I, you know, it is tough. I got to say, it is tough. Um, I kind of will probably think about a combination of all of them. But right, if we could just uh, be know, like something associate writers or something, if we get a tiny little byline, you know. Yeah, and, and I'm, in, and, you know, I'm interested. Together. I'm interested in you know maybe bringing you guys on as like assistants to the assistant writers perfect um type of thing we'll run coffee so, we'll run coffee to the writers yeah room. well you know you'll 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 start running coffee for the people who are running coffee <laughs> if you catch my drift yeah yeah well we definitely so, got hollywood um, swindled but i learned a valuable lesson and ultimately the story of Dame, the, the alternative timeline of Dame Lillard's was in your hearts all along. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, Dame, wherever you should have ended up, I guess we'll never know. But one thing's for damn sure, uh, you should not still be in Portland. I think that, I think we've, we can all safely say <laughs> that after the last 20 minutes of pitches. Should we, uh, should we close it out here, folks? I think Gentlemen. it's time. I think it's time. We'll a classic Hollywood ending. <laughs> it's a perfect Hollywood ending. <laughs> All right, we'll see you next time. Yeah.